Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Toast to the Art Show. Today, we welcome back artist Victoria Chick. Uh, she is a contemporary figurative artist. She also collects early 19th and 20th century prints. Uh, and she is based in Silver City, New Mexico, which is in the southwest corner of the land of enchantment. And um, not only does she live out there, uh, a beautiful region, but she's also uh, works on the development of the Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center. Um, they are busy working on trying to get a building, fundraising, um, just doing amazing things. They have a lot of donations of art, but we're talking about a fine art museum, but also an educational center. So it's very, very cool. Uh, go to that website, swrm-art.org. And also, of course, to keep up with Victoria, you can go to victoriachick.com. She's on our show every third Saturday. And um, today we're going to be talking about an artist called Eric Bransby. He was born in 1916, passed away in 2003. And this came from a conversation about, yes, again, the historic Jefferson Highway, which Victoria knows very well. So welcome back, Victoria. How are you? Oh, thank you, Lisa. I am feeling very good today. Oh, well, good. Good. We all want to feel good. You know, um, it's interesting because, you know, we've got this thing going about the Jefferson Highway and it's kind of this rabbit hole, right, Nancy, that we keep driving, mm -hmm. driving on. It's like, oh, we could make a detour there. Um, and so yeah. the Jefferson Highway goes from Winnipeg, Canada, uh, down through uh, Minnesota, you've got Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, t Oklahoma, Texas, a little bit of Arkansas. In fact, we're just kind of off of what was supposed to be part of the Jefferson Highway. Uh, today, as we record this, and it goes to the New Orleans in Louisiana. And um, this month of August is um, American Artist Month, uh, celebrating American art and artists. And so I was like, hey, Victoria, do you know any artists that we should talk about on the Jefferson Highway? We have this <laughs> show coming up because we do that show every uh, fourth Thursday, and, and Victoria will be part of that um, because there's also Thomas Benton, right? That we need to talk about. And so, Thomas yes. Yes, Thomas Hart. I got to put that heart in there. Um, but mm -hmm. you, you got into Eric Bransby. So this turned into a little rabbit hole of his work, but you met him. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about what, when we look at his art, because it seems that he did more like he's got beautiful murals, um, like uh, Liberty, Missouri is on the uh, Jefferson Highway. He did murals there and you can see them in the um, actual city hall uh, chambers. But, um, yeah, so that's where it kind of the story spurred out of it. And everyone, the link to Victoria's article on this on Eric Bransby is in the show notes. So check it out. It's also on blendradioandtv.com. But yeah, you this is a rabbit hole because you keep discovering things about him. <laughs> well, I do. Uh, I have. I I feel like it's a, it's a wonderful topic, mainly because he was such a wonderful guy. Uh, I mm. he was my my college. Uh, is instructor at University of Missouri at, in Kansas City. Uh, oh. We arrived. We both we arrived there the same year because I transferred in as a sophomore, and it was his first year there. So um, I signed up for his drawing class, which turned out to be a, a great experience. He was he was an excellent teacher, and mm -hmm. 
although although I don't work like him anymore, I learned so much from him about about the anatomy of, uh, because I like to draw people at the time. And I, since I am a figurative artist, I I still think of him actually when I when I'm laying out a painting, um, hmm. because because he was he was just spot on, on on about everything that that I learned about the figure, uh, and of course that's translated into you know what I do now, which is mostly cats, but but I'm still looking <laughs> I'm still still looking at at the anatomy of the animal and why why it moves and so forth. Mm. So. He was he was great. I I had him for two years, and then of course I went off to graduate school. So the, after I didn't see him for quite a while, I didn't see him for about six years. Um, I did graduate school. I moved back to Kansas City, and then I ran into him again, um, and cool. invited he and his he and his wife over for dinner. Uh, I hadn't known her before. Um, and then we just had a wonderful, wonderful evening, and I got to I got to know a little bit more about his background, which are, is a kind of information that when you're a student you don't ask your teacher. You know, what did you do before you got here? So, so that was that was a that was a fun thing, and um, and it told me a lot more about him, um, and and why he was doing the things he was doing, but. Um, he he stayed in Kansas City he, he, for twenty years. I think he he was twenty years teaching at UMKC, and then he went back to Colorado, uh, where which is where he had come from before he before he I I met him, and he did a lot of work, you know, in Colorado in his really early career, and then of course from the time he he left UMKC. He worked. He worked in Colorado. So there's a lot written about Colorado. But I kind of, I and when I, when I was investigating him, I realized that he was really busy in Kansas City too. So we talk about the Jefferson Highway, uh, an artist along the Jefferson Highway. He's really one of the one of the the great artists um, that you could still see his work yeah. for the most part. Most of it's still there. You know the thing. The thing. The thing about murals is they're really great <laughs> when you first do them, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, as, as an artist, I find this really, really sad because um, you want to. You want to figure. Think of your work as lasting, and people will, you know, mm -hmm. always be able to see it. That doesn't happen with a lot of mural work because. The buildings get knocked down, or they get yeah. they get renovated, or whatever. So, so sometimes they're able to save the murals. You know, if if there's enough interest, they will move the mural before they wreck the building, um, mm. which is not always pos possible. But he he came up with a new, a different way um, of doing of doing mural work, and I don't know that it was his invention, but he really utilized it in that. Um, a mural uh, is supposed to fit into an architectural space, and so <clears throat> um, usually you're painting directly on a, on the wall, the architectural wall. And if there's a, there are windows or doors or uh, you know arches or anything like that, your design has to take that into an account. So mm. he 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 had an experience where one of his murals was destroyed. And he decided to do to, to use movable panels instead. Uh, 
So he was he was designing this, these panels to to fit into an architectural space, but that they could be moved. After you know if something if something mm-hmm. was going to happen to the building building, you know the, his whole work would not be lost. That's and smart. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It really was smart. So all all the bureaus except for maybe two that he did in Kansas City are the on these movable panels. Um, that's awesome. And so. Yeah, so they haven't been lost. So that's really that's really a good thing. Um, he did, hmm. he did, he designed he designed murals at UMKC. He designed murals at every almost every college I think and university area in that in that look you know Midwest location. Uh, so they're on both sides of the of the state line, <laughs> and. Um, <clears throat> Wow. And they're they're really they're they're all accessible for viewing. So if anybody is going through there, um, oh, they are yeah. and they, they want to check them out. They're easy to see. Well, now we, why do we do this? Like we, I mean, we were just there, you know, and we were right there by Liberty, Missouri, Jesse James yep. land. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, why? Why did we miss all? You know, we should have talked to. Well, you. I think I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I'm not driving the yeah. Jefferson Highway before talking to you ever again. <laughs> well, gosh, I mean, there's a, there is a lot, and um, I think I think the, the well, those those murals now, gosh, are 40, 40 years old, probably mm. the ones in the city hall, and um, I don't know why they 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 need they, they're they're worth seeing, and they were they're worth. Uh, taking a, uh, you know a few miles off off the highway, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know why. So that why the town doesn't advertise the fact that they're there. Um, hmm. but that's that, weird. That's the that that's the town's loss. <laughs> and well, I think with the, well, I'm glad we're doing this, and and that's the thing. I think it in travel, it's it, you know, the Jefferson Highway has amazing public art, and I think the Midwest needs to have a big, you know, round of applause for public art and the music yeah. world too. Um, right. And also just this, the architecture, how they've saved architecture. I mean, it, you yeah. know what I didn't, I didn't expect that. You know, I remember, you know, going to Colorado and places like Colorado had those old mining towns and you'd see these Western, you know, pioneer kind of, yeah. you know, Right. I didn't expect that in the Midwest. And there are movements where people are really doing things and you see murals that come up and it's this town pride. And sometimes like we, I know we keep saying we've got to do this. We're supposed to be doing on this podcast now the one, you know, one mural towns. Um, but hey, we're kind of in that theme, but excuse me, he Eric Bransby did more than one mural. But yeah. it it is it is interesting going through there and I think it's just we're always everyone's looking at the tourism, tourism, but art is tourism. People travel Absolutely. for art, and I and I think sometimes it gets. And Eric Bransby, you know, I think people sometimes you get lost in the university vortex. I don't know how to explain it, but but he <laughs> yeah. did. Do you know what I mean? You're not. You're, you're in the so the the, the 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 academics will know you, but not the people on the other side. Does that make sense? Where yeah, in yeah. the academia, know you. You're a name there, but yeah, maybe but not on the. 
He's very Leonardo da Vinci. That's he really so is. right. Yeah, he's he so he right. Really is, and it and it's too bad that people don't seem to see that in him. He really mm. is like almost a reincarnation. You're really Leonardo. right because when I first looked at his work, because he has he has the the anatomy down right, he's but he doesn't. And at that right. point, I don't think we were as overweight of a society as we are now. So he's oh. got, and it, I'm looking at the murals of the Midwest, right? That's funny. He's showing yeah. hard workers mining. I did not know like how much mining went down in the Midwest. Like it, it, you think of the Southwest, yeah. like go back to Colorado. I mean, I almost want to put Colorado in the Midwest in some ways. It makes sense yeah. to, you know, sort of. <laughs> and then the Appalachia well, had it, but. He showed that hardworking, so everybody has movement and character, yeah. mm-hmm. and this this uh, sternness of like they're staunch. Uh, yeah, but not overweight because you're you're not. No, but they're like you're, they hold, you're working too. You're you're working too hard. You know. Yeah, well, they're, they're he, holding he their a, place. Like they're determined. Yeah. They have in their faces, in their uh, determination. It's in their body language. In their face, how they hold their hands. Yeah. Well, you know, you it, let's compare him. Compare him to Thomas Hart Benton for a second, and yeah. you see that he, because he, Thomas Hart Benton was was Bransby's instructor initially mm. at the at the Kansas City Art Institute, and yeah. um, so he his work is much different. It's much as much more angular. From, mm. Benz was kind of flowing, and uh, uh, there was uh, oh um, a, a softness to it. I mean, it, they moved, mm-hmm. and they and everything everything is moving in, in Denton's Denton's uh, work. Um, mm-hmm. Bransby's everything everything moves too, but but his his figures are they might be less realistic, although they are. And anatomically correct, you know. He, there, yeah. was, there was probably <laughs> he. That's just, it was his. It was his uh, his choice uh, to do people that way. <clears throat> um, and it's all. It always fit with the architecture. I think he was very into structure. I remember. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if he was if he was a contractor, he would con- he would have concentrated on foundations. You know, mm-hmm. because because he, to him that was. The, the skeleton was the basis yeah. of what what the what was going to happen with the figure, and so yeah. um, <laughs> you know he was he was really um, concerned concerned with um, correctness correctness yes. of the figure, and yeah. um, he also he, he you know he, when I when I when you take class from somebody. At, at a tender age, like I did, you don't realize what they've gone through, who who have been their instructors in their lives, and you just sort of think that they've, you know, they're there and they're there to teach you. Um, but where did they get their their information? So mm-hmm. when I was researching him, uh, besides Thomas Hart Benton as an instructor, he had early on he had gone to. Um, you know, of course, when Thomas Hart Benton was a muralist, so we got, got to keep that in the back of our mind. Then he goes to Cal- Colorado. He went to the, to the Broadmoor Academy, which I think is now 
uh, Colorado Art Institute or something like that. Anyway, the the man there was was Boardman Robinson, who was all, a very well known guy in that area, and he was a muralist. And while he was there, he was he um, other because Boardman Robinson was a muralist. Other people who wanted to be muralists or were were already muralists came to that area to work to work with with them. And um, so he met David Sequeros, who was a Mexican muralist about the same era that um, Frida Kahlo and mm. Diego Rivera were were, mm-hmm. were were working. So and Bransby got to be like a, like an assistant for David Sequeros, which is very valuable to him because he got to do murals. He wasn't just sitting in a class learning. He actually got to you know go out and and work on a mural under the under the. Um, the, cool. the watchful eye, I guess, of this other, of this Mexican muralist. So he he was interested in mural muralists early on. Um, all, most of the people who do murals, I would say, are are very um, socially conscious because they're 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 doing murals because they they want to get ideas across to the widest number of people that they can. Mm-hmm. And murals are a great way to do that. Um, so he, he, he had some, some um, difficulty with his dad <laughs> because his dad w- was a minister. And, um, oh boy. Um, <laughs> so, he, so his dad was kind of concerned that he was you know, falling in with with these socialists, you know, which he really didn't. He really, he really was pretty, um, pretty normal. But anyway, um, uh, what yeah. else can I say about him? He, well, he, well, I just, I, I wanted, I did have a question because going back to his art, because yeah, I know Nancy was talking about Vincent Van Gogh, and I, I'm not Van, uh, not Van Gogh. Um, the, did you, you didn't say Van Gogh? Ne- no. Yeah, Da Vinci, not da- yeah, no, Da Vinci, Da Vinci, Leonardo, yeah. no, yeah, Leonardo Vinci. Because, because of his illustrations, the way yes. he has yeah. like because uh, Da Vinci had that scientific mind, right? And I'm like, it's artistic, but it's still, yeah, yeah. you so, know, anatomically and, and, correct, right? But then, yeah. like, I go to Norman Rockwell, who used really vibrant colors, and more setting up of the people's this like idyllic America yet there's still this interesting like in some of it I can see kind of similarities this like really fleeting bit of it yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of this and I I don't know how to explain it other than I I don't know if it's just that was the era of what people look like so Victoria what would you think because I know like like Rockwell really had a lot of color. Maybe I'm just looking at murals that got kind of faded out a little bit, but it seems like he didn't overuse color in his work okay. like Rockwell did. Um, so I don't know. That's true. And um, I think one of the reasons for that is um, he, he went to study color theory with a, with a guy named Joseph Albers, A-L-B-E-R-S. Albers was, mm-hmm. when he studied with him, he was at Yale. 
and Albers had done had come from uh, Europe during when the Nazis were on the rise, and so there was a lot of a lot of creative people that came to the United States at that time. And um, but Albers had done a muralist uh, of some note in in Europe, and but he he he's, his study in in the United States was color theory and and um I if you look if you look him up, Joseph Albers, you'll see he did a lot of things with just squares or just geometric um oh, gosh. Con, con, yeah. con, configura- configurations and but he, but if the the whole focus of his work is the color relationships mm-hmm. and how color how our perception of color changes depending on the color next to it. For instance, yeah, so, yeah. So, so um, Bransby learned a lot from him. So, all of Bransby's colors, and keep in mind, Bransby is is a is very rational about what he he does. He's very analytic, and um, he he is not emotional particularly in his approach. So he's studying the body. He's studying. He he's primarily a draftsman, more than a painter, even though he did paintings. But mm. his painting his 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 his, his paintings um, <clears throat> are 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 not. Um, no. they're, they're not carried along by the color. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, a lot of people when they paint, color is what really appeals to us. In his work. It was it was draftsmanship, and he he grayed down his colors a lot. He 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 added uh, a complementary color to to tone it down, whatever, wow. whatever color he was using. So um, there's That's a harmony to, to there's a real harmony to, harmony to all his colors, but they're not exactly exciting colors. I don't but, know if you look at. The science of color is very complicated. Like if you put yeah. a color next to its opposite color, you don't mix it yeah. together. You put it opposite. It spikes both colors to yeah. be more brilliant. If you mix right. all of the opposite color and it deadens the color you mix it into. Yes. Yeah. We call it, we call it graying it down. So, yeah. but you're at, you're at, that's the fact. You're right. And um, it, it it they can be warm, they can be cool. It just it just depends yeah. what tones what tones you're using to start with. But um, yeah, he he um, he. I think he 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 color was a necessary thing for light and dark. Um, but he's he's he was more interested in um, in the drawing itself in the. In the the analyzing of of the of the form, mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, that's why I say like Da Vinci. It was more about being accurate to the body mm-hmm. shape, yes, and the the muscles and the bones and um, these. He was concerned with accuracy, yeah. like which is why I feel like he's a newspaper guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a lot what of times. It, it, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. A lot, a lot, a lot of times his his figures are are taller than, or seem to be taller than they need to be, mm-hmm. and they're kind of well, especially the males. Yeah. 
So <laughs> maybe it may it may have been subconscious because he was a very tall person himself. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And kind of angular. He he. He didn't say he me. was angular. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but but the thing is, even though his figures are exaggerated or um, they work, and that's because he he understood the mechanism of the skeleton and how and where the muscles or originated, yeah. where they went back into the other next bone. So he was he was um, he was a real genius i think and um mm. at knowing at knowing how to how to draw a, a believable figure even even if it was exaggerated because you those those figures are lively mm -hmm. oh yeah I, and I, I, that's why you know i keep going back to da vinci because da vinci had that where it's still artistic yes and it still flows and it still has color but it's correct, as opposed to like when people got into abstract art and they like your arms over here right. and your legs <laughs> stuck over here in the wall somewhere and stuff like that. Right. It was kind of like, oh, I don't quite get it. Well, yeah, but he was also into anatomy. I mean, Da Vinci really was. I mean, look at the yeah. that that one famous, you know, the medical thingy. Um, yeah, where, where you know, his some, arms are stretched yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, with the little like, wheel of life behind him, you know, it's 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 interesting to me. I mean, because yeah. you know, these these are artists that I put in as as in kind of in a um, same as like the botany artists. You know, I have I absolutely, I think some of my personal favorite art is looking at botany that was the scientific art and bird books, like the old bird books with the illustrations. Yeah. The bot, I mean. Because they, it's still artistic, and but sometimes it's it sometimes it's it's better than the photography to see because photography, you know, it's like here's a clear definition. The photography can be fleeting with you know birds for sure. Right, birds are a pain, man. Unless you have one of those giant. Here I am. I'm the king of the <laughs> telephoto lens things. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, that's not what you we know, normally call I, it. No, no, I know. I'm behaving on the show. You know, you know who they are when you see them on an mic. They're like, "Look at me. Your camera doesn't do anything like mine." You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lens, I'm just saying. Lens, there's, there's some people have an ego attached to their telephoto lens, and some people don't. Yeah. So anyway, um, but the the botany part, you see that it, you there's there's something. You know these illust scientific illustrations is like somebody really spent time researching, watching, observing, documenting, and to do this. And I think that's kind of right. similar with some of these artists we're talking about, Da Vinci. Um, and I think he, yeah. I think Eric Bransby is exactly that, where he's like, I, it's like I'm not exactly a hundred percent realistic. Yeah. But I'm well, trying to give you this story with it's like it's fascinating to me. Yeah, you know, there's there's um, a similar there are similarities between between uh, the work the the work the approach the working approach to somebody like like Audubon, for example, who was studying mm -hmm. and recording because he wanted he wanted information. And he was so he's very careful about what the information he gathered. 
and and then you compare them with a different person in time. Uh, there's a there's a bird artist named Bishop, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, who who did a lot of birds, water birds, especially taking off, and um, and his 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 uh, attitude toward the bird was different. He 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 was trying to illustrate the, you know the power, the flight, you know what uh, the the start the, the action of the bird. So. If they, and you have um, Bransby, uh, and you're comparing him to Leonardo, which is which is good. Um, as pe- people who who spent their time, in, I mean, continually, he was continually investigating. I mean, even though they knew it well, they still they still drew it and investigated the workings of the joints and the way the muscles performed and what. And, and what what each muscle did, what the, what its function was. So there's there's a scientific aspect to it. I think, um, and and certainly with Bransby, that um, he took that information and 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 then put it together in a in a. And some people would call it illustration, which is sort of which it is. Um, mm-hmm. But he was he he was in uh, in. Um, Working, he was, he was. These were all these bureaus were all commissions for a certain purpose, and he was able to depict um, what the people wanted, what the what the consigned consignor wanted, um, with you know with the, with the figures that he drew. Uh, so he's he's dealing with you know he's taking what is he's learned scientifically and he's translating it into a historical context, mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, whatever event he was, he was, um, drawing. So, um, it was, each one of these artists are, are more than one thing. I mean, I guess, I guess that's where I'm going with this. They, they, yes, they study really hard to know anatomy or they study really hard to understand color or they study really hard for some other reason, but, but they could then they take that information and they they trans they they translate it into, um, a, a, you know it could be an expressive painting it could be uh, an illustration. Um, there yeah. the it makes it, the artists are not one dimensional. In what in and, what and, they're and, interested and, in. And it's true, like when you when you start painting something and you want it to be accurate and realistic. Yeah. If you go too far, then somebody comes. Oh my gosh, it's just like a photo, and yeah. <laughs> thinking that that's kind of a compliment, but it's really not. And yeah. so then you're like, oh, so you missed out the emotional quality of right the right. relationship between the artist and the subject. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah. the photo realism thing, then just have a photo. Because, you know, then you, you kind of miss the point of doing a painting, which is hard to, It that's not the easiest thing to do, especially when you're tackling, it's easy with landscapes, anybody can do anything they want with a landscape. Yeah. But you're doing people or you're doing wildlife or you're doing um, realistic characters, it isn't that easy. Right, because if you move, 
Like I'm looking at this one painting, there's a guy with a hammer. You move that hammer a little bit to the left or right, it's not yeah. accurate, it's not right, it's not going to hit where he's intending to hit, and it's going to look awkward. Which could be the focus of the painting if you want him to look like he doesn't know how to use a hammer. But, <laughs> but well, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of you have to be accurate as well as artistic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's yes, not you that have to easy. understand the mechanics. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you have to understand know, it before you mess with it. Right. Yeah, hmm. there's a lot. Well, you know, there's, a, there's a lot. Just there's a whole lot that goes into it that we learn in a lifetime. Uh, mm -hmm. Hopefully, we learn it real, really soon in our lifetime. But just you know, just holding the hammer is is another thing. You know, have you know you have, you've been an artist that never held a hammer in his life or her life. Exactly. And now they're supposed to they're supposed to show how it's going to be done. They don't know how the, they don't know how the arm moves. They don't know how the yeah. hammer is held. I mean, you 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 we gain experiences that are incorporated into just our our brain <laughs> as long as we live. Yeah. And like, so, do you hold the hammer all the way at the end, or do you, looking at this illustration, do you hold it a couple inches up or an inch up? Where yeah. do you actually hold a hammer as a person who actually wields a hammer on a day to day basis? Mm -hmm. Yes, you can see. So, you can see it has yeah. it has the potential to swing. You know, mm -hmm. it has the it has the pot potential, and mm -hmm. um, a lot of a lot of things that we look at uh, visually that are, that are painted, we we have experience that that our brain carries the action through we know what's going to happen because we yeah. understand where they are now we uh, we understand what comes next or what so yeah. um it's interesting I, mean, I think our brains are pretty are pretty good about that well, from the guy with the holding the sack of that says fort leavenworth he needs to pull yeah. it up. He's about to drop it. You can see <laughs> that it's sliding down his back. He needs to shift it up. Yeah. But that but that's <laughs> the thing. I you know, I love what you say, Victoria, about understanding what they're going through. Like what your subjects are, are doing. And I think it's so true. Like you go through life and I was, you know, I remember as a kid going through something and I was really upset. And and I think it had to do with one of the horses and I was crying and I'm like I know I'm being a baby about this and Nancy's like well you want to be a writer you, you need to feel these things and yeah. so you yeah. need to use that for that at some point so it's okay to feel number one you need to feel otherwise you're going to be one of those crazy people you know that we're <laughs> running around yeah. non-feelings not a good thing yeah um good advice Nancy <laughs> yeah thank you that, <laughs> that is. I mean, it's true. It, it's like use it in your life. And, you yeah. know, if that's kind of resonated with me with a good things, bad things, things in life. Everything is an experience no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And to be it may be an experience that doesn't align with your profession or who you are. But down the road, that experience, you had it for a reason. And I think yeah. it's also cool that if you. Like when we do all these interviews with writers and I'm like, oh, you're writing a mystery. Well, I'm always curious about writer Google history. That's got it. I mean, murder mystery writers, their Google history <laughs> has to be the coolest, craziest thing 
you know, it's like, hey, how do we murder this person? Like, what do we do with this blood stain? You know, all of that kind of stuff has got to be like, if I mean, I, I'm thinking we should do a show just on Google history, you know, oh boy, of, of creative people, because it's the same for an artist. And that's something no one thinks about that's looking at the art, like how much work went into that? Did you, you know, did you study what miners go through? Did you go in a mine? Have you, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, if you're painting that or, you know, um, yeah. I think photographers yeah. are out in the field. And so it's, it's always interesting, you know, looking at what photographers do and some overproduce their images to the point of like, yeah. seriously, like, yeah. <laughs> and yet at the same time, it's a really cool, beautiful picture. So it sells and it, it attach it it's it's attractive it's beautiful it's or like landscape right but right. and sometimes they take you beyond what your naked eye can see so that's also a cool thing so it's art is art man you either like it you don't like it if it gives you a reaction hell yes no matter what it is it's a good thing and that's you know i i think that yeah. what you're saying about what does it feel like to hold a hammer go feel it get that go out in the <laughs> yeah. you know if if you're doing something on a minor in the heat go in the heat and try lift up a bag of rocks and see what mm -hmm. they did that's the beauty yeah. of going to museums and historic yeah. sites and and really yeah. understanding like under i mean when you go to a museum and you see what women used to wear you're so we are so lucky as women today i mean are you kidding me the courses i mean remember that the, all the oh, courses you're like are you kidding me i mean when you when you think about people going on the santa fe trail west right yeah oh, come on women you know most people were not in the buggy they were walking on the sides the stuff mm -hmm. was in the buggy yeah and yep. women i mean in, in dresses and then you had conflicts and Oh my God. Wearing a straight jacket on the inside of your well, outfit. It's like I'm, you know, going on the Jefferson Highway and realizing what the Pony Express was like. And, you know, we went to um, Pony Express Lake outside St. Joseph. And Nancy oh, okay. and I are out there, and it's beautiful. We knew that there was a lake for him. And Buffalo Bill has a lake next door. It's all the Missouri <laughs> uh, conservation area. And, um, okay. And really all these spots, a lot of fishing is going on in these areas and yeah. a lot of wildflowers. And I want to give my hat off to those areas. Uh, you know, the Midwest is doing so much to attract pollinators and uh, preserving their wildflowers. And it, it's awesome. Um, but you're out there and it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And yet you take your bug spray. I'm just saying, <laughs> take your bug spray. But, uh, you know, when you're out there. Then you start thinking, well, what was it like to camp out here? We have bug spray. Did they have bug spray back then? Heck no, they did not. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, no. you, you know what I mean? All When you think about pioneers and all of these, you know, when you look at murals and they're depicting the times of back then, I know artists sit and they pour over the books. They'll go to places to get that feel. It's just like a novelist does, you know, or yeah. historian. Yes. yes. Yeah, truly. Mm -hmm. Or they're there in that time and they already know what it's like, you know? Yeah. So very cool. No, God, I love these shows yeah. with you. I mean, it's like <laughs> we, now I'm like now my brain is off on another tangent. Like now I'm going to start mm -hmm. looking at everyone's skeletons and going, OK, <laughs> like if anybody looked at my skeleton, they'll say your butt's too big. You need to align with your skeleton. <laughs> you know, That's not your skeleton. But, 
I know, but everyone, Victoria Chick will be back on our Jefferson Highway show coming up on the fourth Thursday of this month of August. And she is here every third Saturday talking art. Um, I wonder if we'll stick on this uh, one, one, one town, one mural town theme for September. Who knows what might come up and kind of change our minds. You never know. But we do get to talk about public art quite a bit. And um, it's really part of American history, really, of telling yeah, the story of American history in this country. Anyway, Mexico, same thing, the different places. So always cool. Artist Victoria Chick or VictoriaChick.com is the website to go to to keep up with Victoria. Her articles in the show notes is also up on Blend Radio and TV.com. And as I was mentioning about the museum, that a project she you know spearheaded and has people helping her to Get this going at the Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center in Silver City. You can go to swrm-art.org. They are doing a lot of fundraising uh, so they can go get a building of their own. Um, they do still accepting donations of art. Do you have places to put it? Or do you? She's like, we need well, a building, we're, we're, darn we're, it. <laughs> we need. We do need a building. Uh, we are fast running out of storage space. Yes. Yeah. Mm. We we have we have an amazing amount of wonderful art uh, from the 1800s in, uh, up to contemporary times. And most wow. of all of it is, is done by artists whose names you would recognize uh, who have work in, in major museums in this country and even some in Europe. So cool. it, it, the, art, the art we've got to, to share with people, we want to, uh, because that's what a museum is for, is it's to it's to exhibit it to the public and to preserve it for, for the future. So anybody mm -hmm. can see it, you know, a hundred years from now. So we are, we, we have this an amazing collection and we, um, we, we are, we are <laughs> on our way, really literally on our way to displaying it. So, um, awesome. we, we will, we're in, you know, we, we, we will take more, um, and we would love to have anybody who wants to contribute to the museum uh, with art or with a monetary donation to please, please give us a uh, contact. Awesome. And they can do that through, through the, through the um, website. It's swrm-art.org, standing for Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center. And um, we've done shows on that. We also have a page up on nationalparktraveling.com. Uh, about it because um, hey, Silver City is New Mexico is one of our first places on our Love Your Parks tour <clears throat> where we went to visit the Gila Cliff Dwellings National Monument with Victoria. We went together, yay! And we had a I wonderful time. That. that was fun, and um, they're also on the Continental Divide, which is amazing, yep. and also home to the Gila Wilderness Area, which is one of and the Gila uh, National Forest. One of our first forests in the country, first wilderness areas in the country, and a beautiful, beautiful region. And New Mexico, as I said, is a land of enchantment. Oh, man. You know, we're doing all these shows <laughs> on New Mexico. I'm like, we're homesick for the Southwest a little bit. You know, it's, it's, well, it's, you'll a, have to it's, come back. Oh, you know, it's hatch chili season. Are you kidding me? Like the chilies are out early this year. And, um, you know, it's, it's time to get your, your, uh, if you're in Santa Fe, get your Christmas on, right? If you want red and green chilies on yeah, your plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, always good food That's out funny. in New Mexico. And thank you so much, Victoria. We'll, we'll talk to you soon for the Jefferson Highway. Okay, I'll look cool. forward to it. Awesome. Um,